You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that if you're going to be making any purchases on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, please go to www.9to5.cc first and click the links in the sidebar or at the bottom of the page to support the site. It makes no difference to you, but it really helps us out a lot. Enjoy the show. Thanks. We are nothing if we are not detailed. This is the 9to5 Entertainment System. What do we talk about? We talk about John. Wonder Woman. We talk about the XX. We talk about Tool. We talk about the Trent Reznor, David Bowie sex tape. <laughs> yes. We, we found it. We talk about Sense8 and how it's not Westworld. And we talk about Pitch Perfect. It's fine. This podcast is fine. <laughs> Ah, anyway. welcome back to the 9 to 5 Entertainment People system. should just eat burritos. It's a good food. That's what I'm saying. Burritos are delicious. Uh, well, good burritos are delicious. Bad That's burritos true. are bad. That's true. That's true. But I mean, but like... It burrito- doesn't matter who made them. But I was going to say, but I was like, but like, there's also like a special place for like the McDonald's breakfast burrito, which is bad. But like sometimes, but it's McDonald's food in general that's in the bad good zone. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Breakfast oh. burritos. If you uh, get a breakfast burrito, you've already failed because they're selling sausage egg McMuffins. That's at that right. Time. That's definitely the superior mm, breakfast choice. That's true. But okay, then. let's talk about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Uh, we usually talk about movies after. Fuck you. This is new. Last week we started on something else, and you were like, "This is appropriate. It's the movie that I saw." So no, we're going to talk not. about it first. Sure, you Impossible. did. No, you did it. It's nope. a hot button topic. Hot Wonder Woman. button topic. Yeah. We're not just talking about the movie. We're talking about all the politics and scandal it's and true. controversy. Wait, there was politics. Absolutely controversy. Why? Well, I mean, like, not okay. The Alamo Draft House controversy. Oh, right. That only woman could go see one showing. Who gives a shit? That's what everyone else says. Right. Wait. No, there was a couple guys on the internet who said that. Okay, was I feel like it's an MRW. Uh, no, men, you know, MRA. I think right. that probably the men's rights activist guys would not want to be associated with those people. And I think also that it's a, like, there's probably three guys who are pissed off about it. And then it got turned into controversy in order to generate sympathy for the film. I don't know about it that. Got, it got so bad that the mayor of Austin responded. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So it, put it, put it sounds so manufactured to me, man. I, okay, like, you say that. Yeah. I've not seen the film. Yeah. I've only barely been participating in pop culture for the past couple of weeks. I've been going to see a bunch of shows and everything. Mm-hmm. And still, the fact, like, the, the, oh, the leading... Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying you're barely participating in pop culture because you've been participating in culture? <laughs> Dick. Ha! <laughs> anyway, but the lead up to Wonder Woman... I don't had want a, to hear your elitist white male <laughs> cis views. Had a, I hate you so much. Wait, that's Mass- all three of us. It was massive. I don't ma- want to hear his, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was a massive, massive lead-in to Wonder Woman, just on the basis of the fact that it was the first mainstream superhero movie that D- was starring a woman. Directed so, like, like regardless, that was the narrative. And whether or not that, like, the film probably benefited from it, but there mm-hmm. was also a lot of, like, if someone's going to get mad about stupidity... They had every opportunity to because, like, a lot of people were paying attention to this movie because they were like, can an action movie be built uh, around a female star? And all, like, there was a lot of, like, stuff that was, like, going into that build that you had to be, like, living under a rock if you didn't hear about that going into it. So, yeah. So the fact that there's this, like, mm-hmm. and then. All right, so the Alamo Draft House, mm-hmm. the best movie theater in the world. 
movie I features. Guess. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, but the one. It was no, pretty, they're all the, they're all like pretty that. Stungy yeah. went to a weird one, and they're all like beers and seating. Well, and I'm talking about the, the Austin one. Okay. The Alamo Draft House. Oh, thanks a lot. I'm sorry I went to San Antonio's Alamo yeah, Draft House. Yeah, our Draft House was inferior. Was, yeah, sorry. There's like a bunch of them, man, and they're all, they all do the same programming. Like... Just because they appropriated the other draft house. No, it's they franchise the like they franchise. Oh, by the way, hey, where's the Alamo? San Antonio. Yeah, that's right. We went to the Alamo draft house near the Alamo. It was not near the Alamo. It's much closer than the one in freaking Austin was. That's fair, but it was still an hour away. Let's not. Anyways, they they had a one night showing, one showing. Yeah. Where it was restricted to women only. Mm -hmm. Women only come see Wonder Woman. And I'm like, oh, that's a cute little marketing mm-hmm. thing. What a what a nice little. And then the internet, the dark, dirty side it, of the internet. Again, got a hold of again, it. I I don't believe it. I think that there was probably five guys who were the dark, dirty side of the internet, and then there was ten thousand people who got outraged at it. And then there were people who were part of the marketing system for Wonder Woman who were like, this is a great story. Let's spread I, this around. I see that until the ten thousand people who got outraged by it ran into like another thousand people that were outraged at their outrage, and then it. Even if it was 10,000, that number is a tiny, trivial, minuscule percentage of the population, and they should be disregarded as the lunatic fringe. And so I'm going to, because I want to talk about the fucking movie. It was a dumb controversy. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, and I think... And, like, worked only in the Alamo Drafthouse's favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Wonder Woman's and, and favorite. Like, and like, that's, I think that's, like, John's counterpoint, is that, yeah. like, it also is a great news story of people being like... And, I mean... It's a a reflection of my favorite film, Mad Max Fury Road. But there was all that controversy of the fact that like Furiosa was like the star in the action movie, and I, then a bunch of men. I think that was the not. exact same thing. Yeah. It was manufactured outrage, and it was it was Honestly, sold to be part of the thing. Manufactured outrage, yes. or like inflated outrage. No, nope, manufactured. I don't I, think it's pure manufactured. I give you a hundred dollars. The person involved with the very start of that thing was paid by the fucking studios. This shit is so organized. Maybe. The sophistication level of this bullshit is outrageous. This is a fucking movie. It is not going to be social commentary. <laughs> she fucking punches guys and hits them with a lasso. It's only guys? God oh, damn it. So, Wonder Woman. So, yeah. now what, what I'm most interested in okay. about Wonder Woman yeah. is the DC Cinematic Universe, whatever the heck they call it, has largely been crap, mm-hmm. and I hear that Wonder Woman is not crap. Okay, before we say that whether or not it was crap, th- r- let us recall, this is four for four DC Universe films. The last four have all made $100 million, more than $100 million yeah. on their opening weekend. So, yes. in a sense, they are more successful than the Marvel films. Wait, what for? Suicide Squad, yeah. Man, of, Man of Steel, Man of Steel, yeah. So and BVS, yeah, yeah. Bull versus so, shit. From from the movie theater per, or from the movie industry perspective, these are, this is a very well. This is doing very very well. Right. I would say, having not seen the other ones, Wonder Woman was a totally fun, totally good action superhero movie. It okay. was absolutely fun to watch. There was like, there's a lot to criticize about it, and I will do that very shortly. There's like tons you can nitpick. There's stupid moments. There's plot holes. There's like some cringe scenes that were supposed to be funny that were totally not. But overall, the fucking actors did great jobs. The action scenes were pretty easy to follow and good fun. Then not, you know, it wasn't Nazis because it was World War One as a period film. So she kicks a lot of Germans. And the movie also... Robin Wright. Yeah, Robin Wright's in there. She plays a wonderful Amazon character. Mm-hmm. Not for long, but she's in there. And then um, in the end, they Tragedy. even... 
they even twist it. it is a tragedy because it's Robin Wright, and they they <laughs> they, they twist exactly. it so it's not the Germans as the super evil guys as they always are in these period movies. So I, I kind of there's not a lot to complain holy. about this thing That's until you, dark until you get to the nitpicky part, and then when you do get to the nitpicky part, holy shit, there's so many stupid things in this fucking movie. Okay, this isolated island full of Amazons, they all speak hundreds of modern languages. What the what the shit? A German battleship runs into the island of the Amazons, never gets mentioned again. <laughs> why why do they not know where this is? They escape from the island of the Amazons. In a single night, they row from wherever the fuck that was back to London. Like, there's just thing after thing after thing. If you think about it, it's dumb. And then there's a scene or two where Gal Gadot is, is like, she's playing like the innocent, this is my first time in human civilization character, and she runs around and she's like, oh, these men are not listening to me. Why is everybody surprised I'm wearing a short leather skirt and this is normal warrior woman? Oh, the women of this world are not fighters. Like, fucking shut your mouth. We know it's not funny and you're not doing it well. And but if you can get past that stuff, the action's great and the characters are fun. And like, I was like actually entertained to towards the end, huh. which is not often. I've, there was like even even Ant Man, I was like bored at some good points in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I I would even rate this like favorably in that regard. I heard it was close to Captain America: The First Avenger. That's that's actually the the. That's exactly what it is. Captain America, the first Avenger. It's the same period piece. It has the same framing where at the start you see her in the modern era and she's like Some forced. Weird comic levity in the middle and then yeah. Yeah. picks up again. Totally. And and I would even say the villain in this one is much more memorable. I don't know, is it a spoiler if I say Hugo Weaving the Red Skull? Yeah, like yeah, was he, like, he was the Red Skull. He but was, then I was like, I kind of don't remember him in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, but Red Skull as a dude is pretty badass. Sure. So she fights against Ares, the Lord of War. Right. Uh, that's and, a that's a DC trope for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I, w- I was going to ask about that, and there's another thing that might be a spoiler. I don't know if it's like a... he's in Injustice, Ares. Okay. Right? What is there like a secret about her background? That is like known in the comics, and that might not be known to non-comic readers because I didn't have a clue about this. But I feel like it would uh, not have been a spoiler if I'd been her reading. Father is Zeus. That's it. That's it. So that's yeah. that's like a twist in the movie. Like okay. she she thinks that she's like pure what, Amazon. Pure Amazon, and then at the end she like she has to go and fight Ares, and then Ares shows up and he's like, oh, you know, you are the weapon because she's the only other demigod other than him, and then blah, 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 they fight. Whatever, man. Good times. I'm totally down. I'm uh, happy to see more of her. I'm, I'm like more interested to go and see um, Justice League now, having seen this, that they actually can put together a real movie. With Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Aquaman. <laughs> like, I, I just want to get back to one. one small point on the, okay. on the controversy. Right. There was a lot of women that I saw saying, like, it's great and it's a feminist uh, triumph to have this female character and female director. Right, yeah, yeah, because that's the other thing, too. It's also a female director. Someone did the... Trevor Noah talked about that. I can't remember how long it's been, but it's been, like, a female-directed action movie being number one at the box office. Yeah. It's, like, it's it's so long. Like, it's, it's like, one of those things where you're, like, yeah, I guess, like, the genre lends itself more to, like, male directors and stuff, but you're, like, it's hard to, like, not have at least... it's not lends itself to male directors. There aren't. There aren't women directors. But there's just, exactly, that's movies. it. Like, there's just, like, it's, yeah, no. no there's right. no way to get into that job. Yeah, exactly, that's it. It's, like, it's, it's impossible to look at that and not see the, like, like, a sexist subtext to it. You'd be like, wait, what? Like, how long has it been? And you're like, and action movies are basically, like, the bread and butter of mm-hmm. Hollywood and the fact that, like, no, and, like, you look at the, what was it? It was something, there was, like, there were more Oscar award winning movies with female directors than there were action movies with female directors. <laughs> so it's like, again, you're like, that's not a, it's not a talent situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, it's not like... It's a straight up opportunity. Studios don't give them that. Yeah. But this is the one thing, if you're going to say like how much this is a triumph for, for f- feminism, just don't forget, Warner Brothers, Time Warner AOL, 
DC Comics. Not, not a whole lot of women yeah. working there, owning it. Any level of executive or creative control. Hmm. Like, well, it's not it's not some great triumph to give fifteen dollars to Warner Pictures. No, but movie. I mean, like, okay, but like, you're like when you in the world of baby steps. It's great. It's like you're like, there, it's, it's, like it's, it's exposure. It hopefully hopefully opens the door to other women directors. Which and I mean and I guess sure. like hopefully, old white people, old white men can't run everything forever, can they? Like you know, and I was like, like a lot. Of, I'm just saying, a lot of the movie studio execs and the billionaires club and all that stuff—they're all like sixty, seventy plus, and they came from a time where it was way more sexist. Than yeah, it but was. It, remember, think- this feminism stuff is a selling point to them right now, right? Mm. This movie made a shitload of money, and it reversed the trend of everybody hating DC movies, and they sold it on feminism. But, stuff. But so there's gonna be plenty more. Oh of that. my, oh my God, did yeah. they do it before Marvel? Yeah, no, eight, huh. eight. Like I was, I was yeah. gonna follow that. But you were like, but it is a selling point. But I mean, like it and. And like I said, like thank goodness that's, Wonder Woman is good because if it was like if it was a, <laughs> a shit show, then everybody would have to like. Let's yeah, just like BVS was bad. T- take Man a, of Steel was bad. Very deep breath here. We are comparing it generally favorably to Captain America One, right. which would be not one of the better of the Marvel movies, right? No. Like this, 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 this was a competent superhero movie, but this was not a great film. You know, but like the argument. The action that, movie doesn't need to be. A no, great no, 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 no. For but sure, the for argument, sure. That uh, like an old white male producer would be would be that a, like a woman director couldn't sell. Right. And now they can right. be like, yeah, well, fuck, like yes, we can. Like yeah. so, like you're like you're removing some of the like the garbage arguments that someone would have to hold someone back in that position hmm. by like exhibiting like, hey, there is a profitable movie that can be made by a female director with a female star. Sure. But sure. Mike said my follow up to that was I'm so I'm so mad at Marvel for not being first. Like because they have good female characters mm-hmm. that they haven't slapped a star like a starring role onto in like twenty movies or whatever the heck the MCU has done that yep. are like all of them not all of them but a good bunch of them are regarded as like triumphs over any of the DC ones and like from what you're saying if it com- compares favorably to like Captain America the First Avenger probably a lot of those Marvel movies are better than Wonder Woman too mm-hmm. so you're like the fact that it bugged me that Marvel has had a pretty str- like good a couple of like good female cast members in their shows and they haven't like and like, it's not like they weren't told before that it was that Wonder <laughs> Woman was coming that Wonder that Woman was, Wonder was coming that, that people wanted Black Widow stuff yeah there was like there was like tons of petitions asking yeah, for that's the, crazy why hasn't there been a Black Widow movie like fucking she, Scarlett Johansson at the height of it, her it, powers the, the crazy the craziest yeah. part right. is like ScarJo at top level Starlet yeah. Black Widow as like beloved Avenger and who has like has like a good, lot of the good lines and a lot of like the fun storylines and all that stuff. Controversy surrounding her lack of exposure, which would have been easy to address by making the making movie. her own movie. And the other thing too that I was like like thinking about as I was like, it would also be probably one of the cheapest Marvel movies because she does espionage spy stuff. Like yeah. you don't need to like have ships flying over cities and stuff for your action. Your action scene in a Black Widow film could take place in like a narrow corridor, like. You know, like there isn't like you. You want them to do a Maltese Falcon Black Widow movie <laughs> where it's like a film noir. It's fucking everything down. It's just her doing spy shit and not Maybe. having to get into that. I don't think they're brave enough to. I don't know. Um, well, you never know. Maybe not Maltese Falcon level. Darkness, but like I'm but saying, I think that like the, the the success of Guardians of the Galaxy, I think like hmm. showed that there's like room for like weirder stuff. And, and it wasn't except ne- the failure of Ant Man showed that there wasn't room for weirder stuff. But they didn't go there wasn't weird. Enough weird stuff yeah. because Edgar Wright bailed. Yeah. Like I was like, well, there's 
the Edgar Wright and Marvel decided to go their separate ways after some serious disagreements. But then the movie still happened, so I feel that's Edgar Wright bailing. You know, like that, oh, the movie sure. was still going to happen. They yeah, just the, were not. He, they were not going to let him make an Edgar Wright. The, the yeah. movie happened as like a pale shadow of what was what was planned. What was probably going to yeah, happen? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, but but they made Iron Man three. That was a garbage movie. Yeah, it was they could have fucking atrocity. <laughs> they could have just easily have made a nice, good Black Widow movie. Yeah, in place of fifty Iron Man armors flying around. Yeah, no, except like, but like a good Black Widow story doesn't even need to be big budget. That's the point, though. Like, yeah, Jesus. like just make a Squirrel Girl movie. They <laughs> made Gem in the Holograms. Is it coming? No, it's, there's an animated series, Squirrel Girl and the Great Lakes Avengers. Yeah, that's it. Because I was like, I remember something popped up, and I was like, ah, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> just like. Who's Squirrel Girl? Just, what does it sound like? Awesome. A girl <laughs> with the powers of a squirrel. <laughs> who can talk to squirrels who wants to feed a Dr. Doom. Yeah. That sounds amazing. <laughs> then she's the Great Lakes Avengers. They're... The worst Avengers. <laughs> she's, she's got a power that is apparently she's unbeatable. Like she's got that power. She, she cannot be defeated. Yeah. <laughs> really? It's like a light, latent kind of thing. <laughs> she just... She beat Dr. Doom one-on-one. <laughs> Squirrel got under his armor. <laughs> Couldn't do anything about it. Good times. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to add to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman stuff. The Wonder Woman experience. I so mean, I feel like the, my, my one criticism, the one thing I, it, I did, did not like... Did you see BVS? Sorry? Did you see Batman no, versus no. V Superman? No. Batman V Superman. Yeah. Because mm. she makes her appearance in there. there. Huh. She's not She's not terrible in that. And that's that's high praise because everybody else Everything, else is everything in that movie was terrible. <laughs> no, I thought she did a she did a very, like, like a good performance, even comparing to the Marvel ones. Like, as far as superheroes go, she was very memorable. The, di- the director was just, like, a little too in love with her face. There's, like, every other shot was, like, a super close-up of her face. And, like, she's a pretty girl, and I like looking at her. But after two hours, two hours and 15 minutes, where, like, half of the screen time is close-up to her. Did, did you go with your lady, or did, did you go solo? I did. How, how did she, as, she a, as a non-superhero... Greatly enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, although I think she got a kick out of the feminist stuff, enough to push her from, like, mild enjoyment into good enjoyment, you know? So, like, it's funny, though, because that was, like, a thing that you kind of shat on. What? And she was like walking around, be like, "Look at my another skirt. This is ridiculous." Like, was she like, "No, no, no." I, I, okay, not I'm, the I'm feminist not, stuff. The yeah, comedy about. I'm not. Oh. I'm not criticizing the feminist stuff. It's it's like a slapstick sequence that's right. like it's not it's not visual slapstick where she's falling down, but it's like social slapstick where everybody right. she talks to is just like surprised she's wearing a leather miniskirt hey. warrior outfit, and it's just so fucking tedious, and it goes for like 45 minutes. It's obnoxious. <laughs> But then when, once she, like, gets into the war side of things and she just fucking takes off and right. she's, like, in her element, it's, it's, it's fucking great. Cool. Yeah. Like how Captain America spends, like, a good 15 minutes raising for war bonds. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to punch Hitler. Oh. Like, Actually, really it's like, very, very like similar to that. boring stop of the movie. Yeah. Like, you don't need to develop this character. Yeah. I just want to see him throw his mighty shield. Or develop it in a way that's, like, relatable in the slightest bit. Like, you know her in that moment. She's, like, the innocent character in ten minutes or whatever, however long it takes me to do that fucking scene, she's going to be okay to, 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 like, hide the fact that she's an Amazon. Yeah. You know that that's the destination. Just fucking do it, movie. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Go see it. It's fun. Oh. I want to go see some concerts this week or two oh, weeks. Yeah, you saw Tool. I did. I, also, I started with the two weeks ago. I wanted to go see the XX. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, they got back together, right? The girl joined them again? Yes. And? Well, I don't know if they fully split up so much as Jamie went and... Did the XX. Did, or well, the no, Jamie, Jamie XX. Jamie XX. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, they, they got back together. They recorded a new album. I liked it a lot when it came out. Not uh, as much as the first. Well, you mean... Second. Which was the black one or the white one? There were two, and I think they were both excellent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like like this, I said, yeah. The, 
The second one was the one with Ice Cube, right? The first one was Vin Diesel. I hate you. That's triple X. That's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Vin hangs out with them backstage. <laughs> Where's that fur coat thing? Yeah. Scott, you have too many X's. We were talking <laughs> one, about too many X's. Yeah, exactly. I, said, I like the first two albums a lot. Uh, third album came out and I thought it was kind of nice. Uh, I also, I like Jamie XX's solo stuff and I thought that his, the, the newer, the new album kind of like mixed in with that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. it was just like, they seemed to have like, oh, like a little bit of like danciness in them as opposed to just like every song being like sad breakup kind of song again and again like and don't mm-hmm. get me wrong i like all their sad breakup songs <laughs> i enjoy them thoroughly but like just like oh a little bit of a beat going on to this one you could almost like dance to it and then not having, dance move you yes, could move you to could it. sway to it rhythmically. <laughs> and, and then seeing them live it seemed to kind of uh like get into them like i i, I have only ever seen them once i watched their sound check <laughs> In Vancouver. Like, no, that's it. Like, I, like, I walked into a venue in Vancouver while they were doing their soundtrack. So I watched, like, s- pretty long time. Like, I got, like, 40, 45 minutes of them just playing music. And I was, like, five people chilling out in a venue in Vancouver. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I didn't necessarily know how much that reflected of their live performance. But, like, talking to Ev, she was saying that he, like, she's like, absolutely, this is the most that they've had banter amongst themselves. This is the most they've moved around on stage. This is the mm-hmm. most, like, usually they were just, like, like when the the sound check experience that I had of them was just them standing there playing, and I was like, "Oh, it's a sound check," and Ed was like, "No, no, no, that's that's the show, that's the show," and I was like, "Oh, okay, I like the music enough; it'll be fun." Mm-hmm. It was outdoors at Parc Jean Drapeau, but kind of on a small stage, mm-hmm. so I would say maybe under five thousand people, which was kind of like neat for an outdoor show. Like you're like on the water overlooking the city and whatever, but it's not like a monster like. Oceaga, like thousands of people. You're just sort of like a bunch of people. Outside. Even if they like lent themselves to a little bit more of the dancey infusion of their songs, they're still like their band could use the small, intimate setting. But you know? but that's it. But I, said, I really thought you were going to say that that guy from Prodigy with the crazy haircut. The <laughs> <laughs> hey, band I, I could think, use like, smack you know, my uh, bitch up. <laughs> exactly. Do smack my. Yeah. I'm the fire starter. <laughs> Keith Flint. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any band that couldn't benefit from the injection. <laughs> <laughs> Best band that would do with him coming up on stage. Cigarose. <laughs> Firestarter. <laughs> Just like hitting things with a blade. <laughs> oh, this is really weird. Guys. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Roger Waters is touring the wall, right? <laughs> you could get him to come and do it. Change my picture. <laughs> Just like, Just runs in. Uh, Anywho, but, but yeah, like I said, I and I thought so too. I was a little bit bummed when it was outside, but they like they made it work. It was like a super nice night, and mm-hmm. it was like it was like weirdly intimate because it was just like a smaller group of people clustered around a little stage with like sun going down on the horizon and all that. I was like, oh, I was like, you did mm-hmm. it. Uh, really enjoyed it. Like probably among the better shows I've seen in the last couple of years. I was like, huh. huh. I was like, you guys for your down tempo kind of. Like moodiness, like had me fully engaged for a good long time. Did they have an opener? Uh, they did. I can't remember who it was. Right. Uh, we got there due to some running around. Only enough time to see like one or two tracks of the opener, but they were okay. okay. And then we went to go see the Tool. The Tool. Is this like a triumphant return with new on a new album? No, no. because it's Tool. Right. But it is, however, the first time back in Montreal in ten years. The last time they played was 2007. The last time they toured, th- and that tour wrapped it up in 2008. So right. they have not toured in nearly 10 years, and they have, it has been 10 years since they played in Montreal. Can they keep it together? Uh, answer yes. 
they were like unbelievably tight. They were like basically playing every song, not necessarily note for note. Like they were kind of like little like weird departures mm-hmm. here and there, like without with not like weird shredding solos or anything. Like the song never like changed enough that you were like, wait, what's going on? But they still have like little like variations on a lot of their songs, which I, I mean, find I that kind of surprising. I don't know if you remember the the live album Salival they put out. All of the tracks on there were like crazy reworked versions of their songs, yeah, yeah. and and often like better than the album versions. Well, but I mean, I feel that as a performer, you probably wouldn't want to do that in the first time in ten years. Like you're like yeah, probably. acknowledging that the people probably want to hear <laughs> play Anima. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the one song that they did not play, they didn't play Lateralis. Huh. Which was a little it's weird. Like one of the one of the one of the greats. Yeah, I was like, hmm. and I was like, so, but at the same time, like, so they played some stuff off of like all, basically their entire catalog all, all over the place. Uh, not playing Lateralis, I was like, huh. Like even even as not the biggest Tool fan, I was like, weird. Yeah. And like, I don't know if that's one of the tracks that they just don't play. Like, I know like Faith No More doesn't play Epic. Like, right. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like I mean, I can I can get the reasoning why. Is it is it the Ooh. scream? Doesn't Lateralis have like a 35 second primal like, scream ah, from him at the end of it yeah, yeah. maybe maybe maybe, maybe he doesn't have the pipes anymore i don't know it's possible I find it unlikely maynard maynard seems like a guy who takes care of the takes care of the voice i don't know i mean age age can do things to people anyway faith, faith no more not playing epic though that's that's wrong yeah that's not wrong that's a good song though man <laughs> it's such a fun song and yeah. I, but it's so it's like blur not playing song too i wouldn't blame <laughs> them you know i'm like that's not really what their band is about like they did a one silly like what do you call it beastie boys apparently didn't play fight for your right a whole bunch like they, they i think they started to i feel like beastie boys had an, a bigger yeah series of very popular songs yeah but at the same Faith time the they were like that's our joke song and it probably is a little bit infuriating that people are into that i feel like if the beastie boys were coming out like hey everybody we've decided not to play sabotage anymore that would be like a a different kind of thing <laughs> Are you really comparing Fight for Your Right to Party to Lateralis in terms of like the maturity levels? No, 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 no. I'm saying, but yeah. a song that you wouldn't want to be associated with. I said that was what Fight, I said. I was Fight like, for Your Right and Lateralis, though, kind of similar. Like Tool has a big enough catalog <laughs> to like, you wouldn't just be like, oh, that's, uh. it's like I went to go see Gotye and he didn't play somebody like a, a, that I used to know. It's like, <laughs> why? Just what I wanted to. But I feel like when you. Do you know, what, do you know what the saddest <laughs> version of that is? Is fucking, um, God, what's the name of the band? The, the song Sail? When 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 A-Wall, we went A-Wall to Nation. A-Wall yeah, yeah, yeah. Nation, we went to Oshiaga, and then the crowd is actually screaming, "Just play Sail!" And he sang the bit, and then just walked off the stage. He fucking hated it. It was like Martin Horn when he refused to play. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. like the the dude yeah. from uh, the dude from A-Wall Nation was just sort of like he's like he sang like just like the beginning part, and he's like, "You guys, whatever." Yeah, and then just wandered off, and then the, the audience, like the band, still played it, and the audience sang the rest of it, and yeah. then he came out for like a, the next song. Like he was just like, "Screw this song, <laughs> like, get out of here." I don't I don't really care about it. Good times, A-Wall yeah. Nation. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which, like I said, I I'm Lateralis is not a dumb joke song by any means. No. But I was saying, but I was like, but it, for some reason they become like oh, it's, like, it's like detached from it. Don McLean didn't want to play American Pie anymore. Yeah, but that's also like six minutes and like lyrically heavy. Can you imagine having to belt that thing out over and over? Again? No, for him it was because he would sing it and everyone would leave after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he'd, yeah. Like, he'd sing it and everyone would leave. So he put it to the end of the show and everyone would just be like talking American Pie. America, is this America? But don't care. He's playing it. Now he can go home. Yeah. And then 
he stopped playing it and people stopped showing up to his shows. It's like the curse of Don McLean as American Pie. Yeah, but I mean, and, and I, I feel get... like Faith No More not playing Epic is just like they oh, have this, they have like so this, many other good songs. Yeah. Like, usually like Sunday morning, I like that. That's a good way to kill some time until you play Epic. <laughs> but they're also a real serious band, yeah. like in terms of like a bunch of. Music. I feel like Don McLean really wants to slap you for that <laughs> implication. No, but I mean like that is a he's a wonderful singer songwriter, yeah. and that is one of the most yeah. Beautiful no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying Don McLean made the poor. How dare choice. you? I'm not saying Don McLean. I'm, I'm defending Don McLean's choice as much as I would defend Faith No More's choice, as much as like. Uh, but not tools, because fuck, uh, I want to hear Lateralis. <laughs> no, and it, but I just said I said I wonder. I just said it was because I I don't know any story of them hating that song. Mm-hmm. It was just a weird omission. Was there any filler stuff? Tool, weird weird comparison, Guns N' Roses. If right. you if Guns N' Roses left one of their hit songs off, you, you'd be like, huh. That's because Guns N' Roses has six songs only. No. I'm, Didn't we talk song. about this when we talked yeah, about yeah, Guns yeah. N' Roses? They do not have a lot of good tunes. I mean, they only have really two albums. And, you know, like, how many of those are really super memorable? I think Tool has more good songs than Guns N' Roses. Maybe not, like, on the whole, they're better. But like I feel, and Tool also, is better than Guns N' Roses. They're better. So I don't know if they have more hit songs. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have more hit songs. They're definitely better. Yeah, but that's it. I like I like I said there was definitely there was at least one or two new songs. There was like yeah. one song that I couldn't recon- recognize if maybe it was a rework off of Ten Thousand Days, and I just was not familiar. Or with Or one of the saliva versions, or, something. or possibly something. Yep. And then another song that I like flat out did not recognize, huh. which was kind of and it was good. But I mean, like we talked about this a little before the, the recording, though. It's yeah. like, and also going to see Tool live. Sarah loved it. Obviously, like it's like Sarah's it's favorite her baby. Band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like as a as a somewhat outsider, like I've always been a Tool fan. I mean, like I've been friends with you for mm-hmm. a long time, and you were like early two thousands. John was all about Tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just like I've listened to them since high school, off and on. But they've never been like my band or whatever. You kind of realize, I think, well, the thing I didn't like about Ten Thousand Days was I was like, oh. It's a Tool album, and they all kind of sound like Tool albums. And that's not always a bad thing, but it's like, there was nothing like stand out to me about 10,000 Days. And if you were to be like, how does the new song go? I'd be like, or like something like Toolish, and then some like on the bass, you know? You know, and then Maynard says some weird stuff about pseudo philosophy or whatever, you know? And I'm like, Tool song! Like, what album's it from? Shrug, you know? And they were like, oh, 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 I remember the visuals. The visuals in the back was something crawling out of somebody's face. (laughs) Marionettes. Marionettes. Also (laughs) frequent in all of the visuals of their album. So it's like, it's a a good formula that I'm glad that I paid for and I'm glad I saw and I enjoyed tremendously. But there is, like, there is a formula to, like, the tool music and the experience. Mm -hmm. I think it's a, I mean, I guess you could be like, "There's there's there's a formula to, like, cubism and stuff like which well, there t- is tool has a sound and then as as the albums go on they're they are a little less experimental with that sound a little yep. safer Ten Thousand days is a much safer album than enema was yep and um yeah it's okay to say don't forget what the other little... side of that coin is though yep. the other side of that coin is saint anger mm. you're yeah. just like metallica could you please make me a new sound and then you end up with that no crappy garbage, garbage i, I cannot imagine maynard putting out an album like fucking saint anger like think of how much he did even if you don't like um Perfect Circle? Uh, Perfect Circle and what's yeah. the other one Pussifier yeah. and there's another one like you can still recognize there's artistic talent going on in there I cannot say the same thing for St. Anger <laughs> there was one or two tracks on there that I, that I will admit that I really did like like um, All Nightmare Long it's a good tune with a fucking great video yeah it 
Just it does not, not stay survive. in rotation. No, no definitely not. I thought All Nightmare Long was death magnetic. You're right. Saint Anger was absolute <laughs> unmitigated Saint, garbage. Saint, Saint Anger is that garage band. Yeah, sound, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the pangy drums. The ultra tinny drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, yeah, Tool was uh, and having so like there's something to be said for like go with what works. Yeah, it's, stretch uh, it a little but, like, bit, that, but that's, don't that's, don't that's get, kind don't of what I'm saying Lulu. is I was like you you don't like you don't like shit on Rembrandt for only doing impressionism. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like you're just sort of like, why why weren't you doing something else, Rembrandt? Because I'm an impressionist. I don't know. Man. If you wanted to compare him to Picasso, Picasso got all over the place. He did, but I mean but Maynard, you know and Rembrandt was no Picasso. Rembrandt was no Picasso. But I was saying but Maynard has multiple bands. That's true. So like but like the periods of Picasso were all pretty fixed. Yeah. Like, you know, like he switched it up, so I guess that might be like as a musician, having a different band to be like, This is my blah period. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Anyway. Like Bowie. Like Bowie. Bowie definitely didn't had different styles. Do you guys remember being in high school and fucking or in college and he put out Little Wonder? Was it Little uh, Wonder? Hearts, it was Hearts Filthy Lesson. I'm Afraid of Americans. So yeah, that's, that's Earthling. No? Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. Yeah, Little Wonder was on Earthling. Yeah, Little Wonder was the, the like the big track. But yeah, yeah, I'm Afraid of Americans was the other one. I'm Trent Reznor and I'm hanging out with David Bowie. That was a fucking but, great album, man. Maybe and having sex with him. Fucking who knows? True cool. Hollywood rumors. Yep. It is <laughs> supposedly. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, man. I don't blame anyone in that situation. <laughs> like, if there was ever, if there, was, if you were ever like, if you were even like slightly questioning your sexuality, and there was like, a, and you had David Bowie, and you had David Bowie as like an opportunity to question your sexuality with, I'd be like, well, it, it's time to find no, out. And like one no, way or the other, I'm getting a good story out of yeah, this. Exactly. If if there was ever a celebrity sex tape that you really wanted to leak, oh. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Come on, I don't care about Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton. You want the you want the Trent Reznor David, David Bowie sex tape? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just no, I'm not make even, it happen. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to apologize for that. That's not a joke. I would watch that. <laughs> like, I want to see what happens. <laughs> How was it? What was it like? And it was like old like, David Bowie. <laughs> did they start singing? Were they breaking stuff down? Was it just romantic? <laughs> was it so? I don't know how how true they pay, all of this they, is. They, they paid ten prostitutes. To watch them, but never touch. <clears throat> David <laughs> David Bowie was a short little man, right? Yes. And his later wife was an incredibly tall warrior woman, black lady. Okay. And a, and they were pretty famous for having very wild sex that involved occasionally underage people, yep. and also like all kinds of other Hollywood glitterati yeah, 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 and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I would not see this as being impossible. No, I I mean like I said like I I've heard that rumor and like yep. been unable to like dismiss it as preposterous. I'm just sort of like meh. And by like all accounts, Trent's a pretty like open person who's sure. like probably into into life's experiences, <laughs> you know. So. Would you put anything past either of them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. Whatever we got, I'm afraid of Americans out of it. And that's mm-hmm. a great track. Heart's Filthy Lesson is a great track. Hey. It's the. Uh, is it seven? I don't know. It doesn't opening, doesn't spring to mind. Opening credits or. Oh yeah, Trent Reznor's on that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Fincher, man. Oh, Fincher knows what he's that, doing. Get that get song is almost like David Bowie does Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Neato. I'm but gonna yeah. listen to that as soon as we're done. I would, I would say David Bowie. I think is probably one of the one of the few like artists who is like all over the place in terms of like style and like genres and just like seems real like I mean dead now but yeah. like up until his last album like his last album was like a whole new sound for him mm-hmm. like whether or not it was and yet he never wrested the title of King of Pop away from Michael Jackson well because I, I don't because I think I don't that think he was he, ever that big I mean I don't think 
He was big, but not Michael Jackson big. He was never he was never Michael Jackson big, and yeah. also I think that his songs were just not as pop. Like huh. you know, like there were like they weren't music that would necessarily always get played on Mix ninety six or like be dancing like, in the street. That that's one of them. I said, but they yeah. weren't always. Whereas like Michael Jackson like was a hit machine, right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. like there was like David Bowie had the hits, but but then like I don't think. You listen from, especially from like album to album. You're he, like, he doesn't have a thriller that's like fucking front to back. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like I think a lot of his songs got bigger retroactively. Like mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, like changes is now like you'd count that as a mega hit. But I Keith think Heroes, Michael Jackson Heroes. was never the Goblin King. <clears throat> Michael Jackson was never the Goblin King, or was he? But he was the King of Pop, the Goblin King of Pop. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was the Cowardly Lion. That's true. And the Wiz. Mm-hmm. That's right. Captain EO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Moonwalker. Do you remember it? He was on a Sega Genesis. I don't know if Bowie was ever in a Sega Genesis. Oh, my goodness, David Bowie. Why did you leave us so soon? <laughs> you never got to be on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Just retroactively, they released a Genesis cart. You know, it. it is not impossible. Somebody released a Super Nintendo game last year. Yeah. They yeah. just coded it up completely for well, it. Well, what do you call what? it? Like, was it cartridge? I think so. Like, you could actually get it on a cartridge, <clears throat> but they would print them special for you. Otherwise, it was, like, as a ROM. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I have my Super Nintendo. Because they did it. You know, you, okay. The thing you need to track down, Scott, is... Shaq Fu? Have a copy. No. <laughs> they made they made an Atari 2600 version of the stacks. Like, the Ready Player One game. Mm-hmm. Like, because remember that the character... Mm, I sold my 2600. Well, you missed out. Yeah. But anyway, but like the character programs the 2600 game yeah, called yeah. the Stacks and you play like a little like platform or whatever. Like they made a 2600 of it and like you can you can get it, I guess like print. They have like... How is he not working on another Ready Player forget, One? Like, forget a platformer. I want David Bowie... Oh man, Street Kate, Fighter. All of a sudden, this except were, every character is David Bowie. No, in all of his different, it's like Ziggy Stardust, the Goblin King, yeah, yeah, yeah. chasing <laughs> after Trent Reznor, Thin White Duke. Yeah. <laughs> but I was gonna, I was just gonna be only except that when you play <laughs> against Charles Barkley, it's real Charles Barkley, and then he plays basketball. Then you get in a car, and it's rock and roll racing. We've heard this before, Scott. <laughs> 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 Fine. And just throw everyone into every game. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like a good 2D fighter with a David Bowie. Bowie. <laughs> yeah, 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 David Bowie, Bowie fighter Bowie. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack could be done by the <laughs> Flight of the Concords. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, no, he did. I really the, uh, was sad. Uh, Ernie Klein, Ernest Klein, yeah. did write a second book. It came out like last year or a year ago. And apparently it's pretty good. It's no Ready Player One. Right. Apparently it. Seems to be, I think, a little more like Snow Crash from what I read about it. Like, it's a little more... Still, like, more serious, but not, like, serious. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it. Like, <laughs> like, a little more serious, but still, like, full of pop culture and, and all that stuff. Like, right. probably about, like, uh, like a neon-wearing skateboarder or whatever. I, I guess clearly not the cultural phenomenon that Ready Player One was. Right. But, I mean, but I kind of, like, I guess... I don't mind. I, I, I really wanted to read it. I was really sad my Kindle died, so mm-hmm. I'm going to need to get another Kindle or something to read it. But I was like, that was my plan to read it going to Jamaica, but then my Kindle exploded. But uh, I don't blame him in a way to veer away from it. Like, it'd, totally. be, it'd be way totally. too easy to just be like... Ready Player 2. Yeah, mm-hmm. like literally. It'd be like way too easy. And like, and the storyline is like open-ended enough that it's like super, like super easy, like a virus or something could get into the 3D thing that they would need to okay. like go. Like, he's saving it for when he needs some money. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's not. But, like, but you know what I mean. Like, like yeah. we all read Ready Player One. Nope. 
You really should. You really should. It's good fun. It's like the fluffiest, popcorniest, so good. 80s nostalgia. It's delightful. Yeah. yeah you're sure. you're just like... You I'm can, not opposed to reading it. I didn't say, I, fuck that book. Don't, you, did I, I, just, I, I gave you it. a copy. Yeah, you gave me a copy. I think I have it. Next time yeah, you're over. Yeah, I was going to say. If you're ever over. Like, yeah. I gave it to John for Keith Smith one year. Yeah. So I was, like, I've, I was like, I know there's a hard copy floating around in this group of people. But yeah, it's so much fun fluff. Uh, but yeah, exactly. But like, so it ends... With a there's a big no not even it doesn't even end the setting of the film is that everybody can live in a virtual book everybody has a virtual reality console and they can go into VR so you're like regardless of whatever story you tell within that no for, so no spoilers for Ready Player One like it's so easy that it gets hacked mm-hmm. and the heroes need to Sword go back Art in Online. huh <laughs> SOA Sword Art Online yeah Just, it, it's a new game <laughs> like. Yes, exactly. That's it. Like so. I mean, if he wanted to cash grab that, mm-hmm. he would, and they would just eat it up. They will. It's gonna happen. <laughs> like, but I mean, I guess props to him for writing a book that wasn't that immediately afterwards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what else is going on, guys? I started rewatching um, Firefly with Debbie, who had never seen it before. Rough well, start, uh, eh? Rough start. I'm a, I'm a little like embarrassed that 24 year old me didn't notice how much it was written for 15 year olds. Like, <laughs> a little sad. Hey. I also just comp- until you get to Jamestown, that episode is still delightful. Yeah, we just watched it last night. Wonderful, wonderful. Train, train, train job. Yep. Super good. Also, like Shindig. Yeah, I'm not that good. Yeah. No, they get they get Mrs. real good. Mrs. But Reynolds. The, good the, the start. I'm just saying, but the first episode, I had the same thing. Like I didn't make it through because like Sarah, yeah. Sarah was just like, "What is this? This is dumb, and you're dumb for showing it to me. Like you're dumb for thinking I would like this." But I was like, "But it gets so fun later." Like I totally, like literally blacked out how much of it is them fighting in the resistance in the first episode like yeah. so much and i was like no but they get to be cool on a ship later and then just like them. so i actually skipped the pilot because the pilot is the one that's an it's like an hour and 20 minutes yeah. long or whatever it's yeah, like yeah. a double length and um it's totally skippable go right into episode two because yeah. they 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 also like they're kind of developing the characters they don't have like the banter between them yeah, down yeah, exactly, pat in it. the first one so it feels like a pale shadow of what the show really is and and it's not what the show is about because yeah. like it's yeah. like a war drama for the most of that pilot like it's so very weird yeah but by the time you get into but it does introduce how jane gets recruited and that's pretty awesome yeah get your own room (laughs) yeah good i got a bunk with that one (laughs) yeah yes uh i'm watching i just i'm now that i'm watching it too i feel a little silly for having put it off so long Mm mm-hmm i was waiting for scott to say westworld and i was gonna say no lucha underground sense eight why are you watching anything but Westworld? <laughs> Honestly, it's the best fucking... Have you watched Sense8? No. Uh, so I watched the first episode and was just like... I watched 10 trying minutes. Trying so hard. I really enjoy good. it. I, like, I find it... Why, why would you start Sense8 when we're saying watch Westworld and if you want something dumber, Lucha Underground? You're like on Netflix and just like, I'm just gonna... Oh, what's that? Sense8. It just got canceled. Sure, I'll start it now. Did it get canceled? It got yes. canceled after season two? Maybe that's why I watched. wanted to watch it. I wanted to be like, it's done now. I can, just, I can finish it. It I- doesn't end. Aw. There's the cliffhangers. Apparently season two was like really not good. Hmm. Anyway, what I maybe, I'll, maybe I'll drop after season one. That's how I yeah. did Carnival, and I, I don't regret it. I watched Carnival mm. season one knowing that season two ends like poorly. Yeah. And, and apparently season two is not bad. Like season two is still very good, but I was just sort of like a season one kind of has. Anyway. I did the same thing with Rome. <laughs> did you like, watch the one season? Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Rome season two was good anyway. Like it was, was rough. Carnival, but it was Carnival still... season two is very, very good. But yeah. like it apparently like, like season one wraps uh, like the season one story well, whereas season two Carnival like 
blows the world open and makes it way big and then is like oh, never God. comes back. I also <laughs> that's really sad. One of that. Yeah. But, so, yeah. but anything with Clancy Brown is worth watching more of. Who's that? Clancy Brown. You know who he is, even if you don't know who he is. Yep. Yeah, you do. I don't know. I don't know what name. Anyway, since I know I like, I'll, there's a few things that I will give it. Um, it, to me, watches the most like a comic book of almost any show hmm. that I could like imagine. Like, what? Like the fact, the way it jumps around, the way like it it's it's garbage version of Heroes. <laughs> I, did, I don't know. I feel Woo! Like, Heroes was garbage. Yeah, Heroes season t- was fun. Uh, it's a lot like watching Sensei. It's a lot like watching season two of Heroes. No, that, I don't. That, I, I, I don't even I know really what show you're like watching. It. I like the premise. I like the characters. I like everything. I like, so like the premise is kind of neat, right? This is Clancy. Brown. Oh, I love Clancy Brown. <laughs> right. Clancy Brown. Holy shit! It's the guy, the main guy. Oh, yeah. that guy. Everybody loves Clancy. Every Brown. time he shows up, you're just like, "Yeah, it's gonna be good." Starship yeah. Troopers. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> Put yeah. your hand on that wall. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shawshank Redemption. Yep. He's the voice of Lex Luthor in all the DC animated universe. Hmm. Okay, Sensei. So you know the, the the premise of it. I guess it was. I mean, I watched ten minutes and I was like, "This is boring." Okay, so basically they form like a telepathic link amongst eight people who all have like a variety of skills. So, but what happens? as like the show progresses is that like you have all of those, like all of your abilities, you can a telepathically communicate amongst each other, but then you also can access all of their abilities. So like if one knows Kung Fu, like all eight of them know Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. If one of them is a good marksman, all eight of them are a good marksman. And I was like, it's super kind of like, it's kind of cool to create like a almost a believable superhero. Like the only real power that's getting thrown around is telekinesis, mm-hmm. you know, but you're like, and then also like eight fully fleshed out skill sets, you know, of like, of different people. So you have like a net sec person, you have like an actor, you have a cop who's like the marksman, you have like a martial arts specialist, you have mm-hmm. like like all these different people. And I was like, obviously by episode three, they're still like piecing together how even anything works because it is, you know, it's a Wachowski vehicle with uh, Joe Michael Straczynski writing it. Wow. So fucking. But you also I, know that you're yeah. like, if there's going to be some taking your time to figure stuff out, that's like, that's the group of people that's going to take some time to figure stuff out. Hmm. Like Sarah was like, she's like, man, this is like, I was like, by the way, like we're watching the first 10, 15 minutes. And I was like, I was like, by the way, if nothing's making sense, it's like written by the Wachowskis and Joe <laughs> Michael Straczynski and directed by the Wachowskis. And she was like, Oh, okay. So that's, that's the kind of ride that we're, Man, that makes me extra sad that it was canceled. Straczynski was involved. Like, yeah. Man, how is he not? And, that, that, the other, and the other thing, too, which I will give them prompts to, is that each episode is, like, at least the first three, actually directed by the Wachowskis. It's not like that, like, they directed the pilot and then, yeah. like, passed it off to someone else, a la, like, Scorsese with Boardwalk Empire or Boz mm-hmm. Lerman with Get Down, whatever, like. Also got canceled. Yeah. Get yeah. Down. Yeah. But, but apparently a big a big reason for that was a no showrunner could run that show <laughs> no showrunner could run that show and lerman said that he wanted to be even more hands off than he was in part 2 and going wildly over budget and part 2 not being amazing yeah and then him being like and i am going to have less to do with it netflix was like well we're not going to be dumping 10 12 million dollars into like Some your guy. idea <laughs> you know like it's not even your vision anymore it's just like this idea you had one time so Lerman says apparently he's like I'm not he's like I'm not opposed to given the nature of the show he's like I'm not opposed to like revisiting it later in like a different realm of music or whatever but he's like I don't have time he's like I make movies so <laughs> <laughs> you know like but yeah that also whatever. Got like Straczynski for all 
the time and effort he put into Bab 5. Wrote a bunch of okay Spider-Man comics and a bunch of bad Spider-Man comics. And then he won an Academy Award when he wrote Changeling. Changeling? Yes. What, like the horror movie? No. <laughs> the one about children kidnapping. Really? Yeah. Never even heard of this. And then uh, the Wachowskis. They've had a they've had a rough go. Up and down. Yep. <laughs> Up, and, Up down. and down. Yeah, but because they made the Matrix Three. Yeah, then they made the Matrix Three, and then they made you know Speed Racer. Speed Racer was great. <laughs> <laughs> they made uh, Atlas, whatever. Atlas, uh, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas, which was not great, but I, that was a very challenging translation. I think they I don't did yeah, good. I was like, I don't even know how that you could do it as a movie. Did you read it? Huh? Did no, you read it? I just I know of it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's pretty elaborate. So anyway, but why would you not start Lucha Underground? Hold on, I didn't say I didn't start it. I'm Did like you start episodes it? in. Like more than that, I'm, pa- I'm past Aztec Warfare. Ah, good. Just relax. Aztec Warfare is good. Relax. I like that match. It's like a Royal Rumble, but instead of throwing people over the top rope, you got to pin them. It's good times. Good times. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I guess especially if it is canceled, I'd have even less of a problem watching Sense8 now, where I just I'm not gonna like get lost down the road we were just looking for something kind of like sci-fi and fluffy hmm. and like westworld was like on my radar and i was like but i feel like that's going to involve like full levels of pay attention oh, probably should like but not even it's cowboy robots and butts lots yeah. of hbo butts yeah there's a lot of it there's a lot of butts in sense eight man Oh man, there is not as many butts as there is in Westworld. There is a lot of nudity. Any anybody who is playing one of the hosts, anytime they're being serviced, like as in like reprogrammed yeah, or whatever, yeah, they're serious. just sitting there naked because they're robots and they shouldn't be whatever. Yep. Yeah. There's and a they, lot and they of, get killed all the time. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. Man, some of those shots of like the cleanup rooms where it's just like a pile of bodies and they're just like picking them up one by one to like clean them and get them back into action. And it's just like I don't know, twenty naked people all in a gross, bloody pile. It's fucking crazy. Fun. Yeah. Anyway, you should check it out. Hmm. And I know two movies that Scott wants to talk about. And Only I one. I, I fell asleep through the end of the second one. What's the what movie? Was, what was um, the one you fell asleep during? Lego Batman. What? That's the only one I cared about. I know. <laughs> I, I was like... wait till you hear the other one. Pitch Perfect. What? Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I watch Pitch Perfect. Stop watching bad movies, man. My wife was watching it, and I watched it over her shoulder. I didn't even know what it was. I just knew it was going to be bad. <laughs> oh, John. Yeah. I mean... You don't know what it is, but I'm going to tell you what it's about, uh-huh. and you're going you're to turn around. All right. Listen, it's like uh, it's an Anna acapella. Kendrick, Anna Kendrick. Uh, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. Someone else too. Uh, yeah. The rest of the cast of Glee. I don't know. Fucking be uh, still, my beating heart. No, it's not Glee. It's not about a Glee club. It's not about high school. Well, it's about an acapella competition. It's about an acapella band. competition in in university. Okay. And they sing a lot of songs. Fucking okay. Pitch Great. perfect, everybody. <laughs> that was it. It was a comedy about uh, a cappella competition. And? It was funny. Surprisingly funny. Uh-huh. Also, there well, was I mean, Rebel singing. Wilson and Anna Kendrick are both. I, I would like. I don't mind them as performers. Even if that movie isn't for me, I would like. She uh, was probably my favorite part of Arrested Development season four. Anna Kendrick? Was no, Rebel Wilson. Oh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Who is she in season four? Oh, she plays like a... Uh, Rebel? No, that's a... Uh, Won't she play herself? Yeah, no, no, no. Yes, but that's not who I'm thinking of. Okay. But yes, she was good. Yeah. And it's not Rebel Wilson that I'm thinking of. Or it is Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson plays Fat Amy, who immediately after Pitch Perfect then showed up on every single nighttime talk show. Yes. Because she was 
quite obviously the Bearcat star of that movie. But uh, yes, yeah, so we're we're thinking of another rebel. Okay. But yes, heavy heavy set British girl, blonde hair, super oh, crass, yeah, super, 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 yep. super crass. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. Yep. Uh, I like enjoyed the movie despite the movie. Um, You're selling that thing hard. Yep. Well, I mean... Highly recommended by Pac-Man, a.k.a. I don't think funny movies are funny. She made a point of asking me to put it on to the podcast, saying, it's a funny movie that I found funny. (laughs) 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 Talk about this, Scott. It's funny. funny No, no, no. Not talk about it. Just say that. I found this comedy yes. to be I, comedic. I really I really wish we had a little more audience participation in this show because if we could get like 20 people to watch the movie and if 20 people agreed that it was in fact not funny, <laughs> this, would, this would be an important stage in breaking. So listen, if you are listening to the yeah, show, would please make us, watch it would this movie. make us nothing more. I mean, Jimmy will watch it, but <laughs> if he's watching everything on the list. If uh, it, I'd like – I don't have a whole lot to say about it because it, it – Pretty much wears its plot on its sleeve. Yeah. I feel that, like... A group of, of misfits get together in an acapella group, and they have some downfalls, and they go through the competition, and then they learn life lessons and togetherness, and then they come out with I a good like performance. I feel like you could have, like, a Lemon Grab-style uh, review of it. Acceptable! Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but to the point where I know exactly where it goes on the list, that we don't even need to break out the list. It Neato. Goes, it goes immediately above the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because it is... Very much the same kind of movie, just less ghosts and more singing, what's, and what's, it's funnier. I just I want to make sure that go. Yeah, I guess I don't say I was like I don't think that I would have like put New Ghostbusters over any movie I thought was funnier than New Ghostbusters. What's well, it? Just out of curiosity, no, it's perfect. Is funnier? Yeah. New Ghostbusters is actually rather high up on the list, yeah. right? You put it above the Descent. Yeah. And Pitch Perfect is still above Descent. You're putting this. It's this above the new Ghostbusters. Hold movie. on, hold on, hold on. This you're the, putting. They're going to be tied together. Yeah, but did it have any songs nearly as memorable as the Ghostbusters? Way above thing? Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic World is dumb. Way above the Evil Dead, Zootopia. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I guess it's it's pretty rough territory. Uh, no problem. But uh, I'm 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 putting it above that on the caveat that they are linked together. Okay. For that one, one of you watched the new Ghostbusters movie. And we rediscuss it and reclassify it. It takes Pitch Perfect with it because <laughs> they are tied you, together. You just can't say but that. I watched the new Ghostbusters. <laughs> really? We didn't. Are you okay with the new it? Ghostbusters being above the Descent? Probably not. I wasn't involved in the ranking of it. Okay. Yeah, but we said if we watched it. I know. But anyways, we're going to yeah. do a special at some point where we reevaluate a lot of movies. Yeah, we might have those a two are going to be tied together. <laughs> okay. Knotted above them. Yeah. Uh, like the Photoshop action. Just, these two layers clink together. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, better or worse than Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Worse. Worse. Yep. What's below that? Yeah, the Force Awakens isn't a freaking travesty. It's just no, the not at all. No, no, I, I'm not. Below it is Top Gun, and then Ghostbusters underneath. I might actually put it just below Top Gun, and just above Ghostbusters. The um, and I guess above your whatever that thing was. Like when we go down, we start getting into the 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 territory of movies that didn't didn't quite work out. You know, and I think that this one, like, it, might, it has rough spots for sure, but it definitely worked out, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I think St- Star Wars probably worked out a little bit better. So I'm, I'm okay to put it at, at, in a sense, the bottom of the good list. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Bottom of the good list. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I'm on vacation for the next two weeks. Okay. okay. So the next time we podcast, I will be throwing a whole shitload of movies on. Right. Do you want to make, like, a Scott special? 
Maybe. maybe? Yeah, or plan, plan up some shit. Fire do a do a do something special. I'm gonna send you guys text with what I'm watching as as I'm watching them. So if you want to like, hop on that watch train. Hop on the watch and train. And Keith will ignore it and watch some other garbage. And, and not Netflix watch Westworld show. like a fucking crazy person when it's like fucking maybe the gourmet like, best TV that there is. And he doesn't like sci-fi. Maybe like watching Sense Eight. <laughs> yeah, maybe he doesn't like sci-fi. Watch. <laughs> Hmm. Anyway, anything else anybody wants to talk about? I I think that's it. I'm comfortable ending there. I mean, yeah. Big finish. This was the 9 to 5 entertainment system. Don't don't forget to like us and review us on iTunes and Stitcher and go to our Facebook page. And like us there, and comment on our stuff that we put Rate up there. Rate us everywhere. I, th- I think the big one is not, is reviews. Like, if people could put reviews on uh, iTunes, iTunes, it's like a huge deal for popularizing the show. I would also just, I mean, like, yes to that, mm-hmm. but also just tell us that we're doing something. I know people download them. <laughs> you could send us like my email address is scott at nine to five dot cc. You want to back? Drop me a line. I'll uh, we'll read answer it. you, man. Jimmy. Hey everyone, it's me again, wasting your time at the end of the podcast where it doesn't matter anyways. Look, if you're a fan of the show and uh, the site in general, uh, please take the time to like us on Facebook. We are number 9to5dotcc, 9to5.cc on Facebook. And uh, also follow us on Twitter. We're at sign number 9to5cc number on Twitter. So, uh, And also be sure to check back on the site for something on Mondays, probably. Uh, we have Zombies and Loathing After the Bomb, usually on Tuesdays. We have a new comic in 9to5 Illustrated every Wednesday, a new podcast every week, usually on Thursday it's either going to be a 90s or a go plug yourselves and on Fridays we have fine arts with either Sophie and Scott and uh, you know maybe John will even uh, contribute one of his mega articles at some point too you can only hope alright thanks 9to5.cc we're not working why should you thanks for listening <laughs>